Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to www.premiervision.com. Discover and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast. Today, I'm very pleased to welcome Mounir Ahmed. He's the director, owner of MNJ Group and Genesis Fashion LTD. Hello, Mounir. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much for inviting me, Adrian. <laughs> I hope you're, you're good as well. Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you. Um, my very first question is, could you please introduce yourself and um, and your company, of course, and come back on your pathway? What, what did you do before starting this business? What is your background? Uh, my name is Munir Ahmed. Uh, I'm the director of MNJ Group. And uh, about my personal thing is I'm married with one one boy. I graduated in electrical engineering from U.S., And then started, my, then joined my father's business. In fact, uh, I tell about my group. It is an MNJ. We call it MNJ Group. My father started in 1965 with food businesses. We start then uh, we are three brothers. This is a family business. Then we started uh, doing the uh, apparel business in 1989. Till now, <clears throat> till now we manufacture uh, denim products, denim bottom and tops. Uh, currently, last year, we exported about 17 million pieces of garments. So that's it for in a nutshell. Very clear. Um, you know, this podcast is about uh, sustainable fashion. Um, I would like to know what is your definition of sustainable fashion? Okay. Uh, uh, sustainable fashion, I think it's a movement where environment, social, ethical, financial integration are maintained uh, for the full cycle of the product from the uh, from the production to the end of the product i think it's um this is the ultimate uh, the ultimate goal is to make the world better so i would like to talk uh, more especially about uh, mng group um Is sustainable has always been a part of the strategy of uh, of your of of your of your company. Um, if not, what has been the eureka moment when you decided to to push to, to when you decided to implement this sustainable strategy? Okay, uh, for us, uh, uh, sustainability is uh, like it's it's is the it is for us and it's for the future generation. If we see around the weather, for for instance, the weather it's chaotic now. It's like flush mm. floods and everything that is making our life miserable. And in one TV, I, know, I can remember where it says, it's, I, I remember it, it says the nature doesn't need you, uh, but you need the nature. Okay, so this is one thing that, uh, that, that says it all. Uh, for, for us, we need to uh, concentrate on this and there is no alternation except sustainability. And uh, I think if you, and then what is the moment you said, right? When we yeah. got into the sustainability. Uh, in, in fact, it is not a moment. It's a journey. I was following the sustainability from almost a decade. 
At the beginning, the sustainable products it looked unsellable. And also the logic behind is also not clear. Everybody was a little bit confused. I think that is still uh, continuing that way. Many, for many people, it's not even clear what is the, what is the thing. But uh, uh, with a better mindset and, uh, and, uh, and technology, uh, I think uh, we are getting very close to the real sustainable product. I would like to understand what, what did you implement in, in terms of, uh, of uh, sustainability, in terms of sustainable strategy. Um, could you give me an overview of where do you source your raw material? Um, in, to what extent your products are sustainable? Uh, what did you implement in, um, in, in research and development to, to, to make the whole process of making a garment uh, and especially uh, uh, what you are producing because you are producing denim uh, jeans, shorts, jackets uh, and, and we all know that uh, this, this is This is um, that kind of product um, uh, use a lot of uh, a lot of energy and a, and a lot of resources. So um, yeah, could you please um, tell us what did you do and to what extent uh, your product are sustainable? Like uh, the, there are a couple of questions here, I think. So if yeah. we can uh, make it uh, different sections first. One of the thing you asked the raw materials where did I get it? Most uh, mostly from Europe to Asia. That's mostly fabric and trims, accessories we get. What we do, we sew. We uh, do the. We have the laundry. We wash, then print and embroidery. And uh, the raw materials, I mean, the fabric and accessories are that I uh, ex import from other countries. And I do it mostly from Europe to Asia. Europe means from Italy, Turkey, then Bangladesh, China, Pakistan, India, Thailand. This is the most common countries we get our from fabric and exercise. Then <clears throat> regarding sustainability, uh, then another question is, uh, is my product, how that is sustainable? So first of all, we believe sustainable plants can produce sustainable garments. For an example, I can get, tell you one thing. Say one uh, laundry, he has a lot of leakage. He doesn't. Uh, treat his apple appointment properly, then he discarded to the nature. They doesn't follow any rule, and all on a sudden, the garment that that laundry says, "Look, my these garments is twenty twenty liters of water. This chemical, this is sustainable for us. It cannot because you are not you are not by definition not following the procedure for sustainability. So for for us first, the factory has to be sustainable. Then it can it can say, "I have my sustainable product." Do you, mm. uh, you understand what, what are you? What yeah, you, what of you course. Said? Yeah. Okay. So for us, first, the plant itself has to be sustainable. Like for us, we have a lot of things that we have implemented. Uh, I'll tell you in one by one later. But in general, when you have your product, your laundry or uh, factory sustainable, then whatever you produce, somewhat it is sustainable. Maybe some are really, you can claim a lot of sustainability Uh, things that you have done, some are very less. Okay, yeah. but since we pursue, we we follow all the procedures for sustainability. So I can claim all my garments are somewhat sustainable. Maybe some are big, some are small. Way. Okay, and uh, then uh, another question is like uh, you said about the R and D. I think right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in terms of R and D, I think it's a mindset. 
because if the mindset is the real thing so far we have we have seen uh, it's like before we have seen that many people want to do it for marketing strategy hmm. and and things are changing now people really want to do it and, and uh, uh, this is the first thing for us is a mindset one need to do it actual things okay and so in terms of uh, there are two two parts in it one is the raw material sustainability in r&d so we try to gather raw material raw material we think about the life cycle of the product so we want uh, better cotton like organic then pcws and 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 recycled trims like that and another one is the process for us we uh, make the process we make say like uh for washing part we want to make the same um, effect on the garments with more sustainable ways with more automation with laser technology with nanotechnology then ozone then foam technology we follow we are always updated in this regards because we have a lot of good partners in italy and everywhere say so like whatever the new chemical is whenever it is there in market they really immediately let us know and we go with them trial it it terms in terms of chemical machineries and everything so whenever something is new we are always there and we are not afraid of trying the first machine you know if you think about this way a lot of machines we are the first for on many of the brands like uh, we are the first tonello machines in dhaka in bangladesh first laser machines then ozone machines lot of chemical companies like italian companies i first introduced to my country for better chemical for more of sustainability so it's a journey it is not in it, 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 we have started because i'm following for as i told you before for a decades we are in the journey for betterment for every day and it's a journey that brings you where i mean to to, to i mean what is the, what is the objective it's it's a zero impact it's um, i mean what what is the what is the overall objective because um Actually, you can always be more sustainable. You can always use less uh, water and chemical and etc. etc. Um, yeah, my question is, uh, um, what is the future of your company when it comes to, to sustainability, and what are the biggest challenges for the next years uh, if you want to uh, achieve uh, zero impact and uh, and uh, and as less harm as possible to the nature, to the people, etc. Okay. Uh... see the possibilities are huge mm. and uh, also the challenges are also huge so uh, uh, say uh, like uh, i can say the pos- uh, the say i should start with the uh, challenges yes okay um, so challenges is like the mindset first of all the customers they need to pay yeah. for the right product for, you know the right price for the right product right mm. now uh, uh, we need to see, we we see that uh, like cheaper products uh, people think about the sustainability but when they go to the store they buy as cheap as possible so this mindset has to be need to be changed and this yeah. is not an easy easy stuff so uh, like we have to go to the past like when people uses less stuff but good stuff okay it is like the throw away way garment policies are and the systems we have to we have to get rid of our wardrobe policy has to be different so we should buy less but buy better product and, and and we need to check that what is the product of made of 
where it is produced, what it's 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 the about the concern they want to show when they want to buy something. Is it sustainable yeah. or not? Hmm. And uh, this is one mindset we need to change. And if it is changed, that means that you are creating the demand for better product. This is the best way we can go ahead with the hmm. more sustainable product. This is the boost we need. And how can we? Is, how can we do that? Yeah. How can we change the mindset of the people? Because I am one hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree with you. I think this is the only way uh, uh, we should we should go. Um, but how can you change this? Can you can you feel the change already happening? Uh, and if not, uh, how can we accelerate this movement? I think the change is happening. I mean, uh, although I would expect it will have letters. Um, I mean, more speed than the way it is changing. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing is, uh, the thing is, uh, we have to be more open. You know, the, the, the like the journalist can play a big role. Before we, uh, even now, we see a lot of sustainable things that are really not sustainable. The way it's claimed, so the, the customer also sometimes get confused that what they are saying is it true or not. So uh, this is another problem that we have. How do you know these garments is sustainable? Because everybody is claiming in different directions. Yeah. So this is this is another problem. We don't have any standardization. Like, uh, how? Okay. What is the average liter and stuff like that? What is the average liter is good? There is no standardization. So mm. this is one problem we face. So actually identifying what is more sustainable or not. So uh, since we don't have the standardization, we can say the less is better. The less water consumption, the less is better. You know, the, this is the way it is. But this is one thing we need to take care of: how to standardize this, so we can come up with uh, uh, actual data to the customer, and they can understand. Okay, this is a better product. Rather, they are confused and uh, don't do anything else. Okay, so this is this is also the. I think the, uh, the this is improving the because. Uh, the journalists are also getting smart. Before now, they ask question. Okay, you are saying this. This is the this is better, but why? Can you explain? Yeah. Okay, because then they ha- they have they are also gathering the knowledge because this is uh, getting more knowledge based. Also, sustainability. The more mm. it will get knowledge based, the the more the people will get the actual thing. The more people things will improve. And then with the net, it is it is it is a quite a difficult it's a difficult job, you know, to get in. For an example, I can tell you the two pillars for the environment currently is water and the carbon. If yeah. you see, every country is now trying to net zero carbon emissions, but that's a super difficult job, and there is also one of our difficulties. One of we are facing, like the way you said, if we want to be Net zero carbon emission. At this moment, if you ask me, it is really difficult. And very frankly, I believe if the technology doesn't at this stage what it is, it is not possible. The technology has to be improved, like the energy. Say, if my factory, my laundry can run in hundred percent solar energy, it is very difficult. It is easy for me to become net zero. But to achieve that technology, it's not the technology is not ready. Mm. So for for net zero itself to achieving, it's a very difficult job. But you know, it is always the improvement is step by step. Every yeah. 
small step counts. That is how you, how you climb and get to the top of the of whatever you want to reach. Thank you very much for your answer. It's very clear and very. Uh... I understand it very well. I understand you are the only one structure in the world that implemented a complex system uh, to monitor and measure the consumption in the, during the production of a pair of genes in real time. So could you please explain us how, how does this work exactly? I, I find it very sure. interesting. Uh, we call this uh, start to measure. That is uh, a measuring system. Again, it's coming point of the sustainability. Mm. Uh, the, because since there is no standardization, People are, many people are using some software, but these are all assumption-based. What I mean by assumption-based is, okay, you have the recipe. With this recipe, you will, you will have this much energy, this much water, this much chemical. This is where they assume. Okay, maybe some percentage of it is true, but this is not actually aligned with production. Okay, so before production, you are assuming, okay, I will use this and try to follow in the production. And I will do this and I call on these basis, I call this a gene screen or whatever. To avoid this, what we did, we make our laundry itself uh, with uh, software and, um, um, and uh, uh, hardware. So everything we measure and that mm. process is a continuous process. And that is done when we do the production. So whenever we give you the data, it is after the production. So that is the actual data. Okay. So uh, uh, you understand. So whatever we tell you, we told you based on facts. So first of all, whenever you tell the sustainability for me, it's come up with the measurement. Of course. Actually, did you measure or assume that you will use this because of your recipe or like this way? But who's guaranteeing okay. you at? Three o'clock at night because these factories are twenty-four hours factory running. Which your operator is doing what? You never know. Okay, or is he wasting the chemical or not? You don't know. So, but everything is in our system since it's measured. Everything has the uh, everything. Everything is surfaced. So there is no point about asking any question of um, improper data. Okay, mm. the data is power and data is everything when it is the proper data is. Taken and proper data is analyzed, right? So this is this is why why we are uh, I think we are way ahead of most of the companies. And for an, for an instance, we are using the ERP for measuring this and all this. We started developing ten years back when nobody even thought about this. Hmm. Okay, so this is one part we are uh, I, I think way ahead. Then you can also uh, think about the social parts, uh, like, shall I tell you about our, some certification, like Leeds Plug? Yes, certification? Yeah, please, okay. please do it, yeah. Okay, then uh, we had, uh, so this is a US-based organization, Leeds uh, certification. So yeah. this is the green buildings and all. So we are the first laundry, and so far I know there are two laundries. Then in laundries are certified as Leeds Platinum. And one mm. is awarded uh, Leeds Art. That is Genesis Washing Limited and Columbia Washing Limited. So in the world is two only certified laundries are there and both of them in, in our group. So this is, and we call this our baseline. So you achieve something on top of that, we improve. So th that's why I want to say our standard is, we start even top of the regular standard. 
you know and then uh, uh, then sustainable the way i already told you before the sustainability is have different parts one is social one is ethical and one also the uh, financial viabilities and if you think about the other part this is also i told you the, about the measuring then how do we com- uh, co- uh, contribute to the social part like uh, we are one of the pioneer uh, in bangladesh who started doing payment digitally that means uh, before we used to pay by cash but almost i think it's 15 1915 so there is 5 6 years back we started digitally paying the workers that means their salary is straight going to their bank accounts and with the mobile they can uh, they can check so it is not only paying the digitally the salary it is empowering each women within bank account maybe in the european countries it's not a big deal but in five years back it was country like the our bangladesh it was a big deal empowering all our women with an account bank account and uh, and uh, paying digitally i think even for european standard is it's 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 something really nice and uh, then also we uh, we did like for the social you know bangladesh is a country is highly populated country in some parts the lo- roads are really narrow and and we have less firefighting uh, firefighting uh, uh, firefighting abilities mm. so we make a mini fire station and this is the joint venture with the ziz that is a german organization and also our uh, our department of fire and then this way we've made a mini fire station so that means we almost cover 3 4 kilometers of radius where 50 over 50 to 100 garment factories are there and almost 100,000 people are there so if we think about the uh, uh, currently the closest fire station that will take around 30 minutes to come to this area in a jam time okay so and in the case of fire the first 10 minutes is most important so this way our uh, project the mini fire station will really gather the locality of our company and as most of our employees lives very close by to the factory also they save their lives then also another project we have is like subsidized store for our workers hmm. what we do here uh, all the essential products which is about 60 to 70% of their expenditure of our workers we we bought directly from the factory so by this way we avoid the middleman and shopkeepers profit so this way all the workers who's working for us getting uh, their regular products up to 20% less than what they used to buy in the stores regular stores you understand this is a big saving for them hmm so this is the way and also i can tell you why our factory is uh, uh in other way there are two other ways we call it a research we call our laundry and factories a research oriented because we do research like on one example like an another example i can give you the water recycling whatever the present in the market is uh, expensive to first of all mm. to establish that because most of most of them use the membrane system first of all to implement this is expensive second of all uh, the maintenance is also high so last four and a half years we are doing research how to make it cheaper in both ways 
for installing it and also the uh, also the maintenance of it and very frankly you'll be very happy to hear that we have come up with a process which is very cheap uh, to implement and very cheap also to uh, to for the uh, uh, what do you call this uh, for the maintenance so at the end we don't use any membrane so at the end we used very very uh, not not in uh, uh, direct membrane like expensive membrane we didn't use, uh, we didn't use any and what is happening this way we are we are recycling water water very cheap price so at the same time that means we are, uh, the garment price what you are exporting is very also cheap that means is a win win situation for everybody so this is a big achievement for us Thank you so much. Um, I would like to talk about the, the fashion industry in Bangladesh because I think we are, we are in Europe and in Occident very biased by the vision of, uh, of, uh, of what is fashion in, in, uh, in Bangladesh because of the documentaries, because of uh, Rana Plaza, etc., etc. And, um, I would like you to give us the big picture of the fashion industry in Bangladesh. Uh, um, what is the reality? What is your reality? Uh, and to what extent, um, based the difference between what we see on TV here in France and, uh, the reality, uh, on, uh, on the, in Bangladesh on the field? Okay. I think this is a million dollar question. That is, that is how <laughs> we suffer every day. So yeah. uh, I'm very happy to answer this. So whatever, uh, whatever you see, is based on one or the image of Bangladesh fashion industry is based on one or two accidents. It is not about the facts. So whenever you talk about, you talk about always about those accidents. Every country has this some accidents, but the real picture is totally opposite because, and how it is opposite, like after one of our accident, there is, uh, we developed two organizations. One is called Accord and one of Another one is called Alliance. Accord is basically most with the European buyers and Alliance is mostly with American buyers, but they are also in collaborated with the, uh, with the uh, regulatory bodies and uh, a lot of NGOs and everybody. With this, they, inter- they, they scrutinize all of our factories, many of our factories and, uh, and they check on fire, building structure and electric system. Okay, and these uh, 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 this is done with with a vigorous process, and the the standard was international standard. And whenever our factories pass this, that means these factories are already approved with the highest possible international standard. So this is not only done by us; this is done by buyers and also the regulatory bodies and also the NGOs. So. This is uh, this is like an uh, and I mean quantum leap improvement for our factories and nobody is close to our nobody is even close to this kind of improvement because none of this kind of body doesn't exist anywhere else except Bangladesh. So you understand some international body certified us with an international standard and if you want to work with good buyers. You need their certification. Without certification, you cannot work. And according to my knowledge, no other place in this world have this kind of certification. Or factory really visited by this kind of board and approved that it is a safe factory. So that that puts our 
that puts us in different league. Okay, and we don't have any competitor in here. So you understand, it is not only us we are saying we are good. It is a body of international body who said your factories are good. So here, uh, I don't think uh, anybody else need to explain. And if you think about sustainability, I mean, if you think about the Leeds Platinum and all those, in the top 10 factories, I think most of them are us. One or two exist somewhere else. And the rest, nine or eight factories, exist in Bangladesh only. And already there are, I don't know how many certifications, more than 200 or something in pipeline, way more. Nobody even close to us. So it is, it is I mean, in terms of sustainability, in terms of reliability. And, and, and another thing you have to note, when uh, the, the most buyers who are working with us, they also take care of the social part. This is everything is open right now. Open book. Okay, like I can tell you some part. My affluent treatment is tasted by a third party who comes like in a, in, in a three or I think three or four times a year, sudden visit, they check the affluent and they do the testing and, and, uh, and, uh, and published in a data and published in a public place. So anybody can, if you want, can check how I, how is my affluent. So this kind of transparency is, uh, it's, it's in Bangladesh right now. I don't think it, it exists anywhere, anywhere else. You know, for brands, buyers who wants to, um, to, to, to produce, uh, in Bangladesh, uh, what are the right indicators, uh, the right certification to look at the, the right indicators? Could you, could you give us, uh, some tips on that, please? As I told you, uh, like, uh, in terms of certification, so most of uh, the certification we have like social certifications. Um, this is also sometimes, uh, you know, proper certification. I think if you ask me, it is missing the way I, I already explained to you, the standardization is not there. Okay. So, but mostly people are doing social audits, social certification, but what personally I think is missing the certificate towards Resource efficiency certification. How you are using your resource, how efficiently. This is pretty much a little bit missing. The two other certification, I think, which is right now is, is going very well. The Higgs certification. One is FEM. That is uh, uh, facility environment modules. And another one is Higgs as well. FSLM, facility social labor modules. These are good certification modules that is currently going on. I understand that Bangladesh is uh, is moving uh, to a more sustainable uh, um, fashion industry. Um, but can or can the or can the fashion industry accelerate its sustainable revolution in Bangladesh? According to you, as I told you, uh, in terms of sustainability, we're doing everything. It is not the problem there. What the problem is our communication or mm. the way. The point of view, the Westerners, because uh, in terms of sustainability, we are doing everything correct. All we need to do is more show about us. Okay, the, the image, we need to improve our showing this properly. I think we are lacking here, not, the, not in the sustainability. We are doing a lot of things, but we are unable to properly present it to the other part of the world. 
Okay, in terms of sustainability, I think uh, we are way ahead of many of, I think most of us, most of the world. But what we are lacking is not the sustainability, then improve our image. How to do it? You understand? So for me, the question is, it's not the sustainability. We are lacking behind in to establishing our image. Makes sense. Make a lot of sense. Thank you so much for your answers. Uh, I would like to move to the quick rapid fire question. My very first question is, what do you want to close the door to in our industry? So uh, unfair, unhealthy price competition. This is one is one is killing us. Okay. And uh, because every right product, if you need to produce it, you have to give it right value. Okay. Many times I also say this, you know, Like this way, if you, uh, if the, uh, if the need for tiger skin, tiger tooth, if there is a demand, somebody will kill the tiger. Okay. If the demand is not set, if the demand for tiger tooth, tiger skin is not there, nobody will kill the tiger. What do you do with it? So that's why if we pay the right product, right price for the right product, the unethical issues will eventually wipe out. You know, people doesn't have to do it. That is, so it's a mindset that first we need to change, to, to change everything. That we need to learn how to pay for the right price for the right product. Um, where do you look at to get inspired? In what other industry or do you stay ahead of the game in your game? Well, uh, we always look at the tech industry. We look at the nature. And first of all, first of all, we need to improve our mindset. And, uh, our, uh, like, uh, an ethical way and more uh, technological and environmental, all this together is the direction. So say for the future, uh, sustainability has a lot of, lot to do with efficiency, right? If, if efficient product is more efficient factory is always more sustainable factory. So this way, the technology is also shifting. We always keep, please keep close eye on the uh, technology companies. Like, uh, in eventually, if you think that most of the, most of the things will be, you will use IIoT, industrial, uh, internet of things. That is the future. So I think, uh, so tech technology, tech industries are really a good source for us to improve ourselves. What is the last piece of clothes you bought? I think it's the most difficult question you have asked me because I forgot <laughs> in the COVID I'm not traveling and uh, almost one and a half year probably I didn't myself buy anything. Uh, maybe my wife can remember, but as a clothing, I probably didn't buy anything. Uh, so I passed the question. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no worry. No worry. Who is the personality you would like to listen to in this podcast? Uh, I would not say any name, but for, I really would like to hear from the owners of the different brands or who's in the big post because they can also play a big role. And also, uh, also, uh, the activists like who are working definitely. There are a lot of people are working for the right, right price for the right product. This kind of people should speak a lot 
this mm. will help us definitely thank you so much for your time um, it was a pleasure to talk to you and to understand a bit more about your business and about the fashion industry in uh, in Bangladesh so thank you so much for your transparency and uh, and your passion about this topic um, I wish you the best and uh, and hope to see you soon in uh, in in the Première Vision maybe uh, at some point tell me sure sure Uh, I will definitely love to visit because I'm, I'm visiting for, for a long time. Uh, and this is some place really inspires me in every direction. Fantastic. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end. If you want to support this initiative, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow. Just click on the subscribe button, rate it five stars, and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. 